0: It's time for Retirement Income Solutions. With the team at Security First Asset Management, if you're concerned about having the right financial plan, then this is the show for you. Your hosts are Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. They're ready to listen to your questions, help you plan for the unexpected, and set you up to thrive in retirement. Here in middle Georgia, they're the team to turn to for financial guidance, so you can have more peace of mind. It's time for the show. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, Listen, plan, 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 plan,
1: thrive. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Retirement Income Solutions. I'm Mark Haywood with Bill Danner and Daniel Niesmith. This is the show for you if you have questions about how to retire with confidence and with the kind of plan that gets you to and all the way through retirement. After all, we want you to thrive in retirement. Bill and Daniel are your financial coaches in Middle Georgia at Security First Asset Management. They have offices in Macon and in Dublin. On today's show, we'll be answering your questions about finances and retirement planning. You can always submit your questions online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. All right. Your questions are on deck. It's time for Retirement Income Solutions. Well, thank you for submitting your questions to be featured here on Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, and thrive with the team at Security First Asset Management. I'm Mark Cable alongside Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. And we do. We love to hear from you. We love to hear from folks in the surrounding areas. So submit a question. You, too, could be featured on the show. Go online to completetheplan.com. That's complete completetheplan.com. Dot com and submit your question. This one comes to us from Fred, and Fred quite simply says, I think we have two to three more years of good stock market growth. Do you agree? Fred, I, you know, I think a lot of people are very happy where we are in the market right now,
2: you know, especially the, the last few weeks. I think they got a little concerned last fall when we had that 90 days worth of uh, market chaos. It, it was the worst we've had in many, many, many years in the last quarter of the year. I do believe that we still, and, and Daniel and I just uh, had a state-of-the-market state uh, presentation to our clients, and the data that we were reading and looking at showed that we probably do have some leg left in the market, This uh, should be some growth, but uh, we also realize that we have a long-term uh, growth here, more than 10 years going on, and that's historical in its own right. And uh, Sooner or later, we're probably going to have some type of a a correction in the market. We had one last year that was kind of way overdue. We could have another one. But one of the things to remember, Fred, is that uh, we need to follow the market in general, not just the market, but the economy in general. And we we know historically we don't have major downturns in the market of 25 to 30% losses uh, that that are not preceded by a recession. So if you start listening to – Anybody, but any of the economists, uh, any of the reports that are coming about uh, our gross domestic product being stable or if we have back a couple quarters of negative growth, historically that leads to a downturn in the market. So I don't know if we're two or three years away. I don't have a crystal ball here. I wish we did sometimes. Don't you, Daniel? Yeah, some, sometimes. Sometimes it'd be nice to have. But uh, yeah, Always be nice it'd to be have. Always uh, nice to have one that was accurate, <laughs> wouldn't it? But, uh I think there is some growth left, and uh, I think Daniel would agree with us on that. Uh, we don't know what it is, but we want to make sure, even if uh, even we do have some growth, we want to make sure our clients are protected, that uh, they understand what the position they may they may be in as far as max drawdown, and we want to put some strategies in there to help protect the downside. So. Yeah, we're going to experience the growth we can, and we want to make sure we're protected if if something goes haywire on us.
1: We're taking your listener questions from the mailbag. We love hearing from you here on Retirement Income Solutions. The guys there at Security First Asset Management, Bill Danner and Daniel Niesmith. again, love hearing from you. And you can submit a question online to us at www.completetheplan.com. That's www.completetheplan.com. Or you can always reach out and call the office 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Let's take a question from Johnny. Johnny is in Kathleen, and Johnny says, I have a weird situation. I've been very aggressive about funding my IRAs and 401ks over the years, so I have close to $2 million in those accounts. But I'm only 54 and suddenly find myself needing cash for a major home repair that I didn't expect. I feel poor because I have less than $5,000 in the bank, because all of my money is tied up in retirement accounts. Should I just take money out of the IRA and eat the penalty that I'd have to pay for taking it out early? Hey,
2: Johnny, uh, appreciate the call, and congratulations on being such a good steward and saving money. Uh, we don't always have people in their mid-50s telling us they have a couple million dollars uh, accumulated in the 401k, so you've done a great job. Quite honestly, your question is answered very quickly. You can borrow against that 401k. You don't have to pay any penalties or any taxes. All you have to do is uh, set up a payment plan to repay it. Now, if that's okay, that would be the cheapest way for you to go about doing it. Otherwise, you will experience penalties plus taxes. So my first uh, recommendation was take a look at the plan. Uh, talk to your plan administrator or whomever handles it in your HR department and see if you can't set up a loan for the money and uh, then a structure to to pay yourself back. Uh, that way you can incur no taxes nor, nor any penalties whatsoever.
1: Time now to take a question from Roland. He's in Dublin writing in. And Roland says, what rate of return should I be getting on my investments these days? I haven't been too pleased with my accounts for the last several months.
3: Well, Roland, you probably just noticed the last quarter of 2018 we had quite the downturn in the market. It was one of the worst downturns really since 1931, the last fourth quarter going way back. Of course, it's difficult to t- say what returns you should expect, not knowing what your portfolio is, what your goals are. But if we just look at overall stock market, and U.S. stock market, going forward for the next 10 years, I like to look at um, each year a report comes out with Morningstar, and they have probably about seven to eight different, major money managers that give their forecasts and the consensus among most of them is four to five percent for stocks over the next ten years and that'd be if you held all equities in your portfolio most people won't do that the reason that they're so low looking forward is we have come over 10 years without a recession now and we have to factor that in if we have a downturn in the market and we see a 20 to 30 percent slide in stock prices you factor that into your average return over 10 years and that that wipes most of it out now we don't want our clients to have that kind of downside so we look at something called maximum drawdown to prevent the major losses that's our goal and if you can prevent the major losses you can get a better rate of return without having to uh, take as much risk if you can prevent some downside loss. But, you know, be glad to review your portfolio. Most importantly is what we call your personal benchmark. What is that you need to earn on your money to hit your goals? And so, we we want you to to think about that more than just looking at what the S&P 500 does.
2: Yeah, really, it's important that you invest your money uh, that coincides basically with what your needs and goals are and uh Shouldn't be maybe using a, a benchmark against that because you may be invested very conservatively right now, so you won't be anywhere near what the market's actually doing. Or on the other hand, you may be very aggressive and find yourself losing a great deal of money if in, a, in a major drawdown. So it's important to understand how you invest your money related to what your goals are. Do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, here's what we'll do. We're offering a complimentary financial review to you. When you come in, we'll talk about your retirement income needs, where that income is going to come from, and how you'll outpace inflation, pay as little as possible in taxes, and make sure that you don't outlive your money. We'll make it all easy to understand. Take the first step right now, because for almost everybody, that's the hardest part. If you're ready to get your financial plan in place, give us a call right now.
1: Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all of those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message, and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review just call 800-987-1443 that's 800-987-1443
0: hi i'm a cleverly devised personification of wall street i'm one wild roller coaster ride away from wreaking havoc on your investments and i love to mess with your emotions If you're not properly diversified, you can bet I'll keep you up all night thinking about me. If you want to keep me off your mind, you really need a trusted advisor who'll look after your best interests. You also need a custom-designed financial plan that'll protect you from market volatility. Otherwise, when I take a plunge, I'll send you scrambling through your filing cabinet hoping you were well prepared. Don't wait for turmoil to hit. Get started today with your complimentary review at Security First Asset Management. 800-987-1443. No cost or obligation. 800-987-1443 at Security First Asset Management. Call now. 800-987-1443. 800-987-1443.
4: Time for a Middle Georgia fun fact. Did you know Dublin is known to have the tallest building in central Georgia? The Ficklin & Company building measured right at 211 feet. We know planning for retirement can be a tall order, but we have you covered. This is Retirement Income Solutions.
1: Well, you are listening to Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, and thrive with the team at Security First Asset Management. That's Bill Danner and Daniel Niesmith. I'm Mark Haywood, and we're taking your email questions. Of course, if you want to write into the show, you can do so online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. Let's take a question now from Jocelyn. Jocelyn is over in Byron, and Jocelyn says... I have a lot of blue chip stocks that I've had for years like Coca-Cola, Procter & Gamble, and GE, things like that. I've been told that I should find different investments as I get closer to retirement, but I really like these stocks because I've had them for so long. Do I really need to make the changes? Jocelyn, thank you for
2: writing in. That's not necessarily true that you need to make hotel changes in the way you invest. Uh, don't know for sure or if that would apply to you 100%. Uh, we would like to look at things such as your streams of income you may have. If you have uh, your stock portfolio designated as an income source in the future, then it would be important to, to understand how that might affect you if we have a major downturn in the market. But generally speaking, we'd like to take a look at all the other income streams you may have, and invest your money then according to any e- income needs you may have in the future. So there's nothing wrong with having good blue-chip stocks. As a matter of fact, our portfolios, our dividend-paying stock portfolios, are value-based uh, dividend-paying stocks, and there's a lot of blue-chips in it. So uh, that doesn't mean you have to wholesale, sell everything you've got. You referenced that you've been told by others that you need to reduce or have different type of investments in retirement is true somewhat, especially if you need income, you're gonna have to invest in things that generate income or at least have the ability to provide a consistent income for you. And you may look at other types of asset classes to do that. But uh, we generally think we need to have stocks in our portfolio for longevity and for inflation and uh, to be able to replace monies we may spend. So you wouldn't necessarily have to sell everything you've got, it would just be Making it a part of an overall plan is what you need to be thinking about.
1: June writes into us now from Warner Robbins. She says, I'm 58 years old and I'm a federal employee. I'll have a nice pension when I retire next year, but I'm wondering about the money in my TSP.
3: Should I keep it invested there or should I move it elsewhere? Well, June, that's my mother's name, so I already like you. Thanks for the question. <laughs> um, you know, we deal a lot with the federal employees here at Security First, and we we definitely think it, it's a good plan to save money in, especially growing your portfolio leading up to retirement. The funds that they offer only have one that has the guaranteed safety, and that's the G Fund. You said you were age 58 and you have a pension so what we would recommend is to first create a retirement income blueprint a lifetime income blueprint that shows your income streams out into the future to see how much money you need coming from your portfolio from your TSP now since you're not fifty nine and a half yet it's going to be recommended likely that you leave some money in the TSP because you can take withdrawals from an employer plan starting at age 55 if you're retired. And we would be able to do that without the 10% tax penalty you can take that you'd have to have imposed if you're under 59 and a half. So keeping some there probably will be part of the plan. The TSP does have a mandatory 20% tax withholding, so unless you're in a higher tax bracket, a lot of people don't really like paying the extra taxes because they don't let you choose your tax rate on the withholding, unfortunately. So we would create a plan for you to help you figure out how much to leave there, how much you need to draw off, and how much risk you'd need to take, and it's certainly something that we have a lot of experience with doing.
1: Let's take a question now from Rita. Rita is in Macon, and Rita says, I'm 61 years old and I've never had a financial advisor. If I've made it this far on my own,
3: surely I can make it the rest of the way, right? Well, Rita, thank you for the question. My opinion on this would be: as you get older and you get into retirement, generally, portfolio management and having a long-term strategy and plan is a little bit more complicated than when you were saving for through your employer. It, it's really pretty simple there. You, you want to save as much as you can, 10 to 15 percent of your income, if you start early enough. Make sure you're getting your employer matches, you're funding your Roth IRAs. There's general uh, advice that it's pretty simple to follow, but. When you get into retirement, you start taking income, the game changes, and that's because we have different risks associated with retiring that aren't the same as when you're just putting money into a portfolio. So for example, when you take money out, you have to pay taxes, and you want to factor that in. You also want to think about where to take money from to keep your tax rate in check. When you're taking your income from, you don't want to take as much risk with that. You don't want to have to be subject to a downturn and then pull money out and deplete your principal in a bad year. You want to think about health care costs as well. What about down the road if we need long-term care, market risk? These are things that aren't on the top of your mind when you're working, and that's why we believe it's important everyone have a written retirement income plan, and that's what we call a lifetime income blueprint. It can help navigate through these challenges I just laid out. And I think it's a little bit different than when you're saving for retirement. So we think everyone needs a written financial plan. There have been numerous studies. Vanguard has a very popular one showing that people end up with more money, even factoring in the cost of a financial advisor. And that's simply because when you follow the advice, good advice of, of, of someone, it should improve your money. It should improve your bottom line.
2: It's kind of interesting because it, this is last week or two. I've met with two clients, uh, referrals, uh, prospects uh, that came in and then both done real well in accumulating money. Just like you have, Rita, and and doing their own thing. And uh, one of them made the comment, you know, there's things I haven't thought about. And uh, thanks for meeting with me because now I've gone through some exercises that that I wouldn't have gone through otherwise. And he's better prepared for it. The other one said, look, I've accumulated this money. I think I've been doing a good job with it, but I don't know what to do with it. I don't know how to turn it into income. So it's important that we get to that point and at least get the advice. You hire them. The advice but at least you can sit down with somebody and have a plan put in place and read and it it's not just a couple advisors pushing how important advisors are i think the statistics prove it out that uh, good advice uh, followed is well worth the uh, the time and the effort and the energy and the money that may cost so thanks for writing in to us and i hope that we can meet together soon do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, here's what we'll do. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review. And we'll offer this service free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio, and is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implication in your savings. Healthcare. Do you have plans to pay for healthcare or for a long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you plan to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of goals. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and make sure you don't run out of money in your retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you.
1: Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message, and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review, just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443.
5: Getting the right retirement plan is important. Make sure that the person designing your plan abides by the three C's. Your plan should be comprehensive and that it leaves no stone unturned. Every angle of the retirement world should be considered from estate planning to tax planning and risk versus safety. All of it is important to consider. Your plan should also be customized. Cookie cutter plans are a no-no. Your plan should be unique to your situation and any true financial analysis will reflect that. Finally, an advisor should put a plan together for you that is complimentary at no cost or obligation to you. It should be a fact-finding mission, not a sales pitch out of the gate. So remember the three C's comprehensive, customized, and complimentary. If you're struggling to find that kind of plan, call Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith with the Security First Asset Management Team here in Middle Georgia. Dial 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443.
4: Visit our website for details on the services we provide, education videos, our great learning center and to find out about upcoming events. It's all on completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com.
1: All right, Bill, Daniel, I have a simple question from a Johnny in Dublin, and I think you'll actually find that his quote-unquote simple question might lead to a bit of a longer conversation here. But Johnny asks us, he says, Guys, I myself am looking for an advisor right now. I've got these different candidates, so to speak, lined up, and I'd just like to know what I should be looking for in an advisor. What traits do you think are important when you go to choose a financial advisor? I like the bald-headed guys myself. I like the guys. I like the guys with hair. Do you like the guys with hair? Yeah, well, they're would, less that, stressed. That would be
2: you. They're less stressed. <laughs> oh, gosh, I, about, I opened myself up to can of worms, didn't I. <laughs> I? I think uh, I think Johnny probably the first and foremost uh, question that most people have is if I go to work with an advisor, what is it going to cost me? <laughs> How do they get paid? I mean, you know, what's going to end up? Uh, what am I getting for what I'm what I'm getting here? Well, in, in, in the advisory business, there's several ways that advisors get paid. Uh, there are some products and solutions they present that may have a, a commission base, uh, and they need to disclose that. So, uh, for example, if they're working with insurance products, uh, long-term care or life, or maybe even an annuity contract that may be an income-related product, uh, they're going to get paid a commission from the insurance company, and it's not going to affect your, the amount of money you invest. However, it is a time commitment, which would uh, require penalties if you surrender it early. So they'll get paid somewhat uh, on a commission base, but it won't affect your overall dollars. The other way they'll get paid is they may use mutual fund type products or even stocks that will have a, a charge for a, a ticket purchase uh, or an A-share would, would have a charge up front as well. C shares will have an ongoing charge, and there may some be and some no load fees out there. Typically, those types of products that'll dip into the principal. So, if you were to buy an A share, five thousand dollars worth of an A share product, it would have a depending on if it's all in the same family of funds, it could have a high as five point five or five point seven five percent commission on it. So, they're going to get paid a commission it's going to reduce your cost. Those things again should be disclosed to you, and then there's the advisory fee. Uh, if they truly are managing a portfolio, uh, then they'd have a fee for uh, advisory fee for the platform you're owned, as well as uh, the uh, advice that you're getting from the advisor. So typically it's commission-based or fee-based. And, uh, and some folks do hybrid. They work in all, all areas of that. So it should be disclosed and uh, should be upfront. And we believe that you should get value for what you're paying for. So uh, fee absence of value or cost. But we buy, if you buy the worthwhile value, then, you know, fees are not another an issue. As a matter of fact, uh, I think most advisors charge fees well under the what they're probably providing in service. But uh, it's a competitive business, and we need to, you know, make sure that we're providing a service for the fee that we charge.
3: Yeah, we primarily are fee-based advisors. So we, we prefer for when your money grows, that's when we make more money. We don't like to get paid for trades that are placed. We'd rather do a wrap fee account. You know, back to your question about what you should look for in an advisor, I think you should probably look for whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. So if you're getting close to retirement, like you mentioned, you probably want to have an income plan. You know, we're retirement income certified professionals. So we specialize in retirement income planning for people that are at your stage in life. You have to make some big decisions when to take Social Security. Should you take a survivor on your pension? You need a life insurance into retirement. Should you buy long-term care? How much risk should you have in your portfolio? The game changes as you get close to retirement. That's why we believe that having an income plan, a lifetime income blueprint, is something that everyone should have, um, especially as you get close to retirement. So that's one of our specialties looking at.
2: And another question that comes up from time to time is, uh, what's your typical client look like? Well, We don't mind working with the younger folks. We do work with younger folks. But, again, uh, we specialize in pre-retirement and retirement planning. So we work well with people in their mid-50s and and up, uh, generally speaking. But we don't mind the younger ones either. No. no, Plenty of people in their 30s and 40s. Plenty of those. um, We work to help them understand what retirement's about and uh, start putting the money away so they they can retire if they want to earlier than life if they do the right-about job. But we're all about retirement income planning. So that could be anybody younger or younger especially people pre-retirement and, and post-retirement.
3: Right. You also want to make sure that when you're working with an advisor that you have the amount of contact with them that, that you'd like to have. We ask the question, how often would you like to be in touch? And for our clients that are in, in a portfolio that, that does vary in value, if we have stock portfolio, we, we typically talk four times a year or meet with them that frequently for the most part. And so uh, we value – Contact with our clients and educating them about the process of what's going on.
2: Yeah, and another thing, a lot of times today there'll be multiple advisors in an office, and the question may be, "Who who am I going to work with? You or someone else?" Uh, We like to have our team present, but Daniel typically works uh, with his clients, and I I work with my clients and their referrals and prospects, and we'll have a team member in there to get to know. We knew enough events during the month and throughout the year that. Our clients get to know all of us. In case one of us is not available, but typically you'll work uh, with the advisor that you that you presently started with, and we'll be with them long term. But we'll be interact with everybody on the staff. So we're not going to have you come in and all of a sudden just push you somewhere else. We want to develop a relationship with you, work with you, understand you. And, and know the questions that bother you and, and build a plan together and work with you throughout that plan and have our staff be support.
1: Well, Johnny, we just wanna thank you for writing in. I know that prompted maybe a longer answer than maybe you bargained for, but it's just such an important conversation to have as you're looking for an advisor. You wanna make sure that the advisor is the right fit for your needs and your services. And uh, same for, for us on our end as well. I mean, what, you know, I know Bill and Daniel, that you're looking for folks who are the right fit for what you do. And so it really is about initiating that relationship and uh, there's some questions you need to ask as you're in think through as you're considering who your next advisor might be again thanks for writing in Johnny and thanks for providing us with some good conversation Bill Daniel this next question comes to us from Miriam in Dublin Miriam says my husband was born in the 50s but for some reason his attitude towards money is like that of some sort of Great Depression era survivor I really think we've saved enough for retirement but he's convinced that we both need to keep working forever while also never indulging ourselves with any spending over and above the basics. Is there a way to fix this?
3: Miriam. Miriam, i tell you what, that sounds like a tough situation for you. The, The good thing is you've probably saved well for retirement, probably well prepared. You know, we can confirm that by walking you through the lifetime income blueprint process. You know, your story about your your husband seeming like a Great Depression survivor, it reminded me of my my grandfather who did live in the Great Depression. He used to wear a potato sack for a shirt (laughs) in the years where they didn't have anything, but he, he was a good saver as well. But I tell you what, you definitely don't want to live like you're in a depression, especially since you're not. Sometimes people's emotions will cause them to not live the life that they could live, and that fear is a very strong motivator if you're afraid if he's afraid of not having enough money the best thing you can do is let us do a very conservative analysis of your future income and what we'll do is look at your income that you have coming in your savings that you have and we will balance that against your budget how much you need to spend each month and what we'll be able to find out is even in bad conditions how long your money is likely to last. We use very conservative projections and what this does is it confirms mathematically with financial science how much income you can afford to take in retirement and what that'll do is give you some confidence and it'll give your husband some confidence to maybe let go of some of that money and have have a few vacations maybe you, you guys sound like you are very conservative with your spending and uh, more than likely you can afford to live a little bit better this isn't uncommon right Bill? No well, it certainly isn't
2: I, I was as Daniel was, uh, was speaking I was thinking about a, a client we had a few years ago when it was much like this and uh, as a matter of fact the wife really didn't have an idea of what the total assets were and and this guy wasn't going to spend a dime on anything, frankly. And once we went through the process, right during the meeting, she looked over him. She says, by golly, you're going to take me on that cruise I've been talking about wanting to do for years. So we're going to loosen that money up now. Let's go have some fun. Don't yeah. You don't want to spend too much in retirement. You don't want to spend too little either. You want to spend the right amount.
3: That's right. And the yeah. right amount is based on your lifestyle, the things you want to do. Yeah, we were talking this morning. You can't take it with you. You never see a Loomis cargo truck behind the hearse on the way to the funeral. I never saw <laughs>
2: one yet. That's just not going to happen. No. So you, no. need,
3: you need to enjoy life a bit, and uh,
2: basically, that peace of mind will come when you can understand the numbers. Do we have enough? And what does that look like for us personally? Then you're you're better able to to cope with some of the fears that people have out there about outliving their money.
1: And of course, Miriam, you can come in and talk with Bill and Daniel a little bit more in depth about what that looks like to spend just the right amount, as you phrased it, Bill. I think that's a great way to say that, and they can help you think through your finances, how much income you'll need in retirement, and what goals you have. Maybe you would like to spend a little more and get out of the house you can talk to them about that as well. All right, let's take a question now from Ben. Ben is in Perry, and Ben says, I've owned my own business for 20 years, and I'm thinking about retirement within the next three to four years. Am I better off to try and sell the business or retain ownership and hope my employees can run it effectively without me actually being there? Hey, Ben, thanks for writing in to us. We like dealing and
2: working with entrepreneurs. Uh, You know, you've created a business, obviously, that's been very successful, and, and uh, there's no real guarantees that it'll continue to be successful without your presence there. So that's a tough question. You may have some really good employees that can carry on and, and want to carry on and will treat the business the way you treat it, but that would be something you need to tutor and and instill within those who work with you because if you do let them continue on and, uh, and you be on a bystander, then you're going to have to take a hard look at uh, away from the business and let them run it or if they're not capable then you're going to be tied into it for the rest of your life anyway and the the bad thing is it usually is harder to to make that happen than than what you might think and uh, sometimes maybe just selling it's the best course but uh, it's not easy to sell a, an ongoing business that has a successful entrepreneur running it just because it's based off of that entrepreneur's abilities and his relationships with his clients so I understand where you're coming from. Um, I think it'd be good to have some good uh, conversation with some financial advisors and look at some of the options you have out there. Certainly you're gonna need income and retirement. You don't wanna reduce your lifestyle, obviously, but you need realistic numbers on what your value your business is and realistic numbers dealing with uh, those who you want to run the business. So you've got three to four years to work on. It's probably a good time to start. and. Uh, You need to identify right now what kind of lifestyle you want to live in retirement and how to fund that and put dollars and cents on it so that'll help you dictate what you do with the rest of the challenges you have in selling and or maintaining your business. Do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, here's what we'll do. Give us a call right now, and we'll set aside time on the calendar to meet with you for a free consultation for your financial situation. We'll determine how prepared you are to handle retirement pitfalls like inflation, health emergencies, stock market volatility, and taxation. You've worked hard for your money, so we'll work just as hard to help you protect and grow it. Let's put together a fact-based approach to answer your financial challenges and achieve your objectives. Give us a call and we'll work together to get you on track to financial security and independence.
1: Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message, and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review just call 800-987-1443 that's 800-987-1443
0: fishing is an art and any fisherman worth his salt knows the proper tools to land a whopper You wouldn't take a cane pole to catch a bass, and unless you're just looking for a tranquil day on the boat, you probably wouldn't use shrimp for bait on the lake. The same can be said of your retirement. There are all sorts of financial products out there, and it's important to know which ones are the right fit for you. A random jumble of investments won't do you much good in retirement. Work with an advisor who knows how to fish, who sees the art within. A well-crafted financial plan will go a long way toward making a successful retirement. Make sure you're putting the right tools in your portfolio. Claim your complimentary review today at Security First Asset Management, 800-987-1443. 987 1443 No cost, no obligation. Start now. 800-987-1443.
4: In all honesty, planning for retirement shouldn't be that hard. We listen to each other, we make a plan, and you thrive. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, thrive.
1: This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, and thrive with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith of Security First Asset Management, serving you in Middle Georgia. As always, you can find them online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com dot com you can submit questions there as well and we're taking your questions this hour of the show this question comes to us from olivia olivia is in macon and olivia says our long-term care premiums are going up this year and pretty significantly should we just pay the extra cost or cancel it and take our chances
3: Well, Olivia, that's a very good question. I get this question several times a year from my clients that have had long-term care policies for for many years. I will tell you this. I would not cancel it unless you have another plan in place. Ninety-five percent of Americans do not have a long-term care plan in place. You find yourself in the five percent that do. Pat yourself on the back. You've done a good thing. Seventy percent of people will go into a nursing home Pay for care at home, go into assisted living, 70% of Americans will, but only 5% of Americans have a plan. I would not cancel my plan unless you had another plan in place. We need to look at the details as to the benefits that would be provided to you with your current long-term care Contract. So what we need to do is review the contract and see the stipulations. Generally, with the older long-term care policies, they can't raise the premium unless they get a sign-off from the state insurance commissioner. So they can't just um, raise your premiums through the roof for no reason. It's not something that's done lightly because, you know, they know that the policies that have been written – they want to make good on those. So I would, I would say we need to look at the details. The details are what matters, but don't cancel it until you have another plan in place because it's likely you can't get the same types of benefits that you have in that plan. So let's look at it together. And, uh, again, congratulations on doing something about such an important thing. This question comes
1: to us from Grace. Grace is in Dublin, and she says, My dad died six months ago, and I'm a little worried about my mom, who's in her late 70s, and is now in charge of handling the investments for the first time in her life. I don't know much about it myself. What should I tell her to do? Well, Grace, thanks for writing in for your mom, because uh, she looks to
2: – this is a situation where – The two of you probably aren't comfortable doing it, and it's it's certainly a situation where you probably ought to seek financial advice on. Don't know a lot about your mom's needs here. uh, If she needs the investments for income, or she just has the investments for security, or her intentions are to leave the investments to you or other family members. It's not uncommon today to have spouses of, of inherited accounts that they've had no interest in or had any contact with or understand at all. That's very common. What needs to happen is is an educational process where we look at what you've got and then types of investments that that she has and determine if they're in her best interest. She doesn't need to know all the ins and outs of them. She just needs to know basic things uh, about the risk that she's taken, whether she's comfortable with that or not, There are a lot of things she can invest in. She doesn't have to stay invested where she is if she's not comfortable with it. She also should be investing based on what her needs are. And maybe the needs are different now that she's alone than they were when when your dad was alive. But nevertheless, the investments have to be identified and as to what they are and the risks that they have. And also they they should mirror what her needs are. And I would recommend that you highly that you get some financial advice, and we'd be happy to do that for you. Sit down with you and your mother. We'll do an analysis on what she has, the kind of risk that she's taken, and see if she's comfortable with it, and then uh, give her guidance on moving forward on how she should manage the money. Or if she wants to, we can handle it for her, so that she doesn't have to worry about it. But it should be aligned with her needs and her risk,
3: and not just simply wide open in the market. With risks that she's not willing to take. Yeah, she may be surprised at at how emotional it can be, you know, taking over the handling of the investments at this time, you know, in her life. It might not be uh, something she wants to, to deal with. Many times people find that when they, are taking control over assets that used to be managed jointly with a spouse that it's a very emotional thing and so those are things that we help you through we can we can make sure that she has a plan and uh, knows that she's using that money in the best way she can
2: and probably more than likely she is taking a lot more risk than she probably understands it all so yeah it's good to have the conversation if uh, everything's well everything's aligns with everything she wants to do then there's no need to worry about it But the second opinion and advice on what she's doing is probably very critical right now.
1: Will has our next question. He writes in from Warner Robbins, and Will says, My wife and I both earn very nice incomes, and we don't have any kids. We're only 45, but we think it's reasonable for us to look at retiring within 10 years. What would we need to do to make that happen?
3: Well, Will, thanks for the question. Thanks for the clarification. If you don't have kids. That definitely changes the amount of income you'll you'll need to save, that's for sure. So people with, without kids uh, sometimes are able to save more money. You know, obviously they can be expensive. Uh, really? I, yeah, yeah. I've got a couple of them myself. Yeah. yeah th- th- it's amazing how much uh, how much yeah. you had to spend. Man, I, don't I think know. I had five weddings. <laughs> That's too many
2: well I was supposed to have only had four we only had four daughters and you know the son married someone that was from a split family and we had to
3: pitch in for that one too so oh, man. five
2: five weddings well. That's why he clarified. Let us yeah, know he doesn't that's, that's have it. that's good. Any. I mean, we're,
3: yeah. That's good, Will. Yeah. Well, being 45, looking to retire in 10 years, you'll be 55. That's totally doable. What we need to do is just walk through the process like we've been talking about, making sure that you have a plan in place. Now, I will say that it's important to know how your money is saved. Are you putting it all in 401ks and deferring all the taxes? It may be a mistake because when you take money out, you may be in a higher tax bracket than when you're working now. I know you have high income now. But you still have to balance out the taxes in retirement. People forget that. When they take income out, the taxes are going to be coming out, too. And you're going to have to pay the taxes. We think it's important to have diversification, not only of your assets and investment portfolio, but also of the type of taxation you have on your accounts. We want to create for you a sequence of spending. So when you get to retirement, you have better tax situation for yourself, so you don't have to pay the highest tax rates you might have to. The biggest thing is having a plan in place, looking at how much income you're your saving right now and how much income you're going to need in retirement. And you're going to have a long retirement, decades of retirement. And we have to think about things like health care. That's one of the big problems retiring prior to age 65 is Medicare doesn't kick into age 65. So if you can't keep your employer's health insurance plan, you're going to have to foot the out-of-pocket bill for premiums to have health insurance you you're going to want to have health insurance for sure so that's part of what we do is look at the whole thing we're looking at the healthcare aspect inflation market risk, taxes, all these different aspects have to be factored in. It's not simply how much money you have saved, it's how much you need to spend and taking into account all those risks we just talked about. So if you're serious about retiring in 10 years, now is the time to talk to us.
2: And Will, you didn't mention whether or not either you or your wife are going to have pensions. Uh, That's another thing that uh, we certainly would, would look at very seriously because those are income streams. And decisions have to be made with those as well as whether you take survivor's benefits or 100% benefit. Those things are critical in the long-term planning process. So as Daniel indicated, you're probably going to be decades retired at age 55, up to 35, 40 years probably. So that's a lot of timeline to plan. But thanks giving us a, a shout out there. We appreciate the, the write-in. Do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, here's what we'll do. We'd like to help you develop a fully customized financial plan for you. There's no cost or obligation for this review if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. Here's what you can expect. We'll run a fee report to untangle what your current plan is costing you. We'll run a tax analysis to show you how you could reduce your taxes in the future. And we'll develop a lifetime income plan to possibly turbocharge your retirement income. Planning for retirement for a lot of people is basically guesswork. With us, that's not the case. We'll take the guessing out of the process for you. And call now and let us know you want to get that complimentary financial review.
1: Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all of those desires. But it all starts with a phone call and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800 987 1443. That's 800 987 1443.
5: Bill Danner isn't just one of your great hosts here on Retirement Income Solutions. He's also the president and CEO of Security First Asset Management. As an independent investment advisor representative, he has numerous years of experience helping people just like you in middle Georgia create sound, conservative retirement plans. His main mission is to keep his clients thriving through their retirement years. To sit down with Bill and his team and talk about how they might be able to help you, call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Many retirees from some of the area's biggest companies turn to Bill to help guide them through retirement, and he can help guide you. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443.
4: Now back to Retirement Income Solutions, Listen, plan, thrive. All
1: right. This question comes to us from Vivian. Vivian is in Perry. And Vivian says, I don't think my kids are expecting an inheritance from me because I was a single mom for most of their lives, but I really want to be sure that I'm not a financial burden for them at any point. Should I work until I'm 70 so that I can take the highest possible social security benefit?
3: Well, Vivian, you know what? It's good you're looking out for your kids. You sound like a a great mom. And uh, my bet would be they would agree with that. I know that the big concern people have as they age when they have children is they don't want to be a burden on their children. It's a very, very important thing for most people not to do that. And you're asking if you should work until you're 70. Well, all that depends on so many different variables i would never tell you without looking at your whole picture of your whole financial picture to just wait and retire until you're seventy that may not solve your biggest risk we need to identify what your biggest risk is i'll tell you for most people it's not getting the highest social security benefit it's having health care catastrophic health care costs That is what most Americans are concerned about and you should be concerned about. That would be the most likely thing for you to have to rely on your children to take care of you in your elder years for health care related issues. There's probably some things we can do to help you plan for that and possibly put things in place to help. Reduce the risk that you have to have your children take care of you. Health care should be your big thing. How healthy are you? What issues do you have? What's your family history? Do you have a plan in place for long-term care to cover catastrophic health care costs? Now, of course, Social Security is also important, which you asked about. And if you don't have a pension and if you're healthy and if you expect to live a long time, Especially if you enjoy your job, working until 70 may be, may be a good idea because you will get considerably higher Social Security. It's an 8% increase every year you work past your full retirement age. So if your full retirement age is 67, you'll get 24% more Social Security income just by waiting until 70, and it'll give you a bigger stream of income. Social Security is also inflation adjusted. You get a cost of living increase each year with Social Security. So it can very much help you in retirement, having that guarantee guaranteed stream of income that's a little bit higher. So that may be part of your plan, but we have to look at, if you're worried about being a burden, we have to look at your health care costs. I think that's the biggest risk you have.
1: All right, let's take a question now from Meredith. Meredith writes into us from Macon. And by the way, if you want your question to be featured on the show, you can do so by going to completetheplan.com and submitting a question. That's completetheplan.com complete the plan.com. And again, we'll feature your question on the show. Don't worry. We'll change your name if you're nervous, but we love hearing from you again. This one is from Meredith. Meredith is in Macon and she says, we've never lived on a budget our entire lives. And my husband is very resistant to having a budget once we retire, but without a budget, how do we make sure that we don't run out of money 10 years before we die? Meredith, um, your husband's like many people we meet every day. Who wants a budget?
2: <laughs> you know, I, I tried that a few years ago with my wife. I said, honey, it, it, not that we need a budget, but we need to know what we're spending. So I bought one of those uh, QuickBooks or whatever it is, Quicken, yeah. whatever it is for home, and uh, said, honey, I want you to take care of uh, writing down everything you spend here, go through the checkbook, go through the debits, go through the credit card, put it in here. It's very simple. Showed her how to do it. And How long do you think that lasted, Daniel? I'm going to guess uh, a week. Uh, maybe two or three. And She yeah. said, well, I don't want to do this. Nobody wants to do a budget. Nobody yeah. does. Yeah. So maybe you do, Meredith, but your husband apparently doesn't. But uh, what we can't do to help people plan, there's no way we can plan for your future without knowing what you spend. So you need to know what your expenses are. That's not necessarily a budget. But you need to know how much money you're spending. That that's the only way you can ever determine exactly how much money you're going to need and how long it'll last. And you, you made a comment you didn't want to run out of money. So what you need is an income plan, and that's what we do for our clients. We we project out their income needs based off of their lifestyle, which is expenses, and then we try to help you live within that means and uh, not not overspend, don't spend too little, spend just right, based off of a, a comprehensive plan. So. Give us a call, and we'll sit down and help you, not only help you, but help your husband understand why you need to know what you're spending.
3: Yeah, it's a question I get all the time. Have I saved enough for retirement? And really, that comes down to that budget. How much are you spending? You might have a million dollars saved, but if you spend 100000 a year and you don't have any other sources of income, that probably won't work. You know? Boy, I had one recently
2: like that, Daniel. Yeah. I mean, they're spending close to a quarter of a million dollars a year. Wow. That's a lot, and have no idea what they're spending because the income's coming in. When the mm-hmm. income stops, you got to create income off of what you have, and yeah. you know, based off of quarter million. That's what a lifestyle.
3: Yeah, it's probably I mean, the, it's probably the most important piece of information we need when we do in the Lifetime Income Blueprint is what is your budget, how much are you spending, because everything kind of centers around that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You got to know. You got to know the number. You got to know how much you're spending, and then look for ways to fund it. You got to have. You have to have a paycheck in retirement.
1: Well, as always, we've really enjoyed answering your questions today on Retirement Income Solutions. Just a reminder that Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith are your financial coaches in Middle Georgia at Security First Asset Management. Remember, if you have questions about retirement, we're happy to answer them, and we're standing by after the show throughout the week. Just give us a call at 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. And we're always online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. Well, thanks for listening to another edition of Retirement Income Solutions. Tune in again next week for another great show.
0: Securities and advisory services offered through Madison Avenue Securities are registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member FINRA
3: and SIPC. Security First and Madison Avenue Securities are not affiliated entities.